This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 54. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for listening. Today we've got another question on the topic. It's a topic that keeps coming up on the podcast and it's all about how do you reconcile the fact that you want to learn lots of languages but you know you don't have time and yet you also don't want to give up any of the languages that you've been learning. It's a great question. Before we get into that, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show italki where you can get a language lesson, professional language lessons from the comfort of your own home. It's the most convenient way to study a foreign language. You can get a free lesson by going to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, without any further ado, let's get into today's question from Hugh. Hello, Ollie. This is Hugh Norris. I'm already a student of yours, actually, on your course. Now, I started learning four languages. <laughs> I'm wondering if I've taken on too much. I started doing French at school, left it, and redoing that now, and I'm doing all right. But I was learning Irish when my father came from. Esperanto, because it's said to be easy to learn. I did a 12-lesson free taster course. And German, because I was in the army in Germany. Now, I'm not a Benny Lewis, so what are your tips for doing more than one language at once? I think in doing, I'm better at French, should I concentrate on that, but drop the other three completely, which I'd be reluctant to do. Okay, Hugh, thank you so much for your question. It's a topic that keeps coming up and... You know, it's interesting how everybody has a slightly individual take on it because it's such a personal thing to everyone, you know, the, the languages that they want to learn and how best to do it. So a couple of previous episodes I'd like to refer you to. First of all, episode four, which features a question from Terry, who's studying three languages and wants to know how to do it effectively. So you can find that at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode four. The other one to definitely check out is episode 28, which is a question from Doug, who really wants to study two languages, but he's kind of he's really torn between the two of them and doesn't know which one to choose. And you can find that one by going to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 28. So, Hugh, to your specific question, you know, you, you, you mention a lot of different reasons for wanting to learn those languages. So French, you learned it at school, and Irish, I think, is your your... your the, the language from of your parents, I think, is what you said. And then Esperanto, you took a, a course for. And then German, because you served in the army, the army in Germany. And so I can see how you've got a different kind of emotional link to all of these. And the the first thing to say is, you know, you, you mentioned Benny Lewis, who's a fantastic uh, language learner. He really encourages lots of people to learn languages. He speaks a lot of languages himself. But with Benny, just like with any other polyglot, what they will almost always tell you is that their languages were learnt sequentially. Okay, so someone who speaks a lot of languages typically doesn't go out and study all of them at the same time. What they do is they focus on one language for a kind of intense period of time, devote all of their energy to learning that one language, and then add the next and the next and the next. And then for some people who are particularly prolific, that gets to the point where, you know, just like Benny, they would speak a lot of languages, and to someone who's kind of yet to master their first foreign language, that seems like an awful lot. But it does happen sequentially, and I think most people will tell you that as soon as you start to divide your attention between even two languages, it gets to be a bit too much. 
So I think the first thing is to say, Hugh, that you need to choose one to focus on. And, you know, which one you choose is a decision that I can't make for you. But I would certainly encourage you to choose the language that A, you feel most passionate about, and B, you think you'll have the highest chance of actually using. Because if you spend all your time learning a language you're never going to use, you know, that's it's of, of limited use or, or the use of that is, is kind of less clear. So I would encourage you to pick one. I mean, I think um, with Esperanto, the fact that you took a course on it once, it's probably not a strong enough reason by itself. Similarly with French, the fact that you learned it at school is possibly not a strong enough reason. I like the fact of like with Irish, you've got that family connection, so you're much more passionate about it. And maybe with German, if you still have connections with German or with Germany, you know that might be a reason to want to use it. So I think you have to choose one, and to to say to yourself, right, I'm going to I'm going to spend my time focusing on one language um, for the foreseeable future. You know, at least for the next few months or so. Now that might kind of start producing feelings inside you of, as you mentioned, as you hinted at, like you're reluctant to give up any. But look, a language is never lost. Let's say you decide to speak on, you, you decide to study and focus on German. French, Esperanto and Irish are not going anywhere. They're always going to be there when you come back. And it's, it's very unlikely you're going to lose all of the knowledge you current, you've already built up in those languages. Okay, you, every, everyone, as soon as they, they stop using a language regularly, will find that they, they kind of, their facility in the language does, does uh, diminish a little bit. But you won't lose the knowledge. That will still be there in your head and it can always be reactivated. So I encourage you not to, not to worry too much and not to, not to frame it as losing a language. You're just kind of, you're putting, you're, it's hibernating inside you for a while for the greater good. And the greater good is you focusing on one language only and getting that to a good level such that you can start to use it and integrate it into your life and then move on to the next language and start to and then focus on that dedicate some 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 special time for that and get that to a good level and so on and so forth and if you if you're able to have the kind of the the focus and the control to actually do that i think you'll get much better results because as soon as you start dividing your attention to three or even four ways you know it does get extremely difficult to to make consistent progress because language learning is all about going deep on one thing rather than dividing your attention and sp giving small amounts of attention to lots of things that's that's typically how how we find success in language learning okay so i hope that helps hugh mentioned that he was a student of mine in, in a course the course he's referring to is language learning foundations and that's it's my my flagship video course where i teach you step by step the strategies that I use to pick up a new language and if you're if you're interested in that and you'd like to join Hugh and hundreds of other people inside the course then simply head over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com and you're going to find a, a, in the menu bar at the top of the website there'll be a little button that says courses and you can you can click through to that and and check that out if you're uncertain about the way that you're studying and the, how to make the most out of your study time then this is a course that will that will certainly help you a lot so, Hugh, I hope that helps. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to ask me a question, you can simply go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask, and you can leave me a voicemail there, just like Hugh did. You can also leave me an iTunes review, which I love to get. And if you'd like to, to help me out by leaving a rating 
for the show on iTunes, I'd be very, very grateful. You can do that by going to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash review, and that will take you all the way over to iTunes where you can do that. I'd also like to thank the sponsors of the show, italki. Italki is the place where I get all of my language lessons every week. You can find some fantastic professional teachers there, so you can really start to break through any any roadblocks that you're currently facing in your language learning and and take it to the next level. Now, I'd like to leave you with a quote today as the final resource, and it's the same quote that I left in episode 28, actually. And but I'd like to repeat it because I think it's really powerful and and can help us to focus on that. So you know, for someone in in Hugh's situation, to really focus on what it is that you want and what's at stake for you to achieve that or not. And it's a quote from Mark Twain, who says, "20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the ones you did do." So throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sail, explore, dream, discover. So I think what, is, <laughs> what Mark Twain is trying to say here is that even though sometimes we have an uncomfortable choice ahead of us, then the, the, the uncomfortable choice is often the one that's going to take us outside our comfort zone, but will also get us the biggest results. And so for you or, any, or, or for you, if you're in this same situation, although it may be uncomfortable to set aside a language you've been learning for a while, by doing so and by putting all of your focus in one place, you're going to get the kind of results that you'll be most proud of 20 years from now. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.